listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. Up. You're listening to Reset Race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh. You're tuned in the reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No, you're listening to reset race. We focused on our justice claim. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. You find out we really done justice and really who think. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Penny Jim Crow, and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings. We are old from this nation. Not about justice if you ain't for reparations. MG the wise one. Cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire. Anti-black, we pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country. The win. You need our energy. You gonna see? Listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh. You're listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. Uh, you're listening to reset race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No, you're listening to reset race. We focused on our justice claim. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. You find out we really about justice and really who think. Uh. All right. So welcome to reset race. So today I will be uh, leading us in this venture because MG is off being a good husband. John is off being a good student. So black men doing good things. So let's get this started. Today's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna actually start by introducing the guests first. So Edie, it's always ladies first. So Edie, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Edie and I'm a local activist in um, California. Thank you, Edie. See, that was perfect. All right, Sorry then Avery, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, hello, everyone. I'm Avery from North Carolina. I'm an activist with, with the organization BN4C, that's Black Networking for Change. And I was a part of ADOS and helped start NCADOS. All right. All right. And then, as always, I am Samantha Angelique. You can sometimes catch me at me 17 trillion on Twitter for now until I run away from you people. But today is actually a really good day. So Mud, go ahead and introduce yourself and then I'll set us up for what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, they call me Mud. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and on Clubhouse at Of Lineage. Beta Dose TV is on Actify Press. Let's go ahead and get to the show. And Mud said, don't be coming in on Clubhouse talking about this indigenous stuff. <laughs> talking about we were never slaves. Mud ain't having it. Mud is burning cars and houses and whole towns. Okay. <laughs> so today's show, I invited Avery to come on, first of all, because HR 40 is again in the Congress. And a lot of people have a lot of ideas, but a lot of people have no idea 
how the sausage is made. A lot of people have no idea how to even get a bill, what happens when once the bill is in Congress. People don't know what a markup is. People don't know that markups have to come here. People don't know anything. So I invited Avery to come on and kind of talk to us and kind of teach us some of the basics so people can just be better informed. So when people are making strategies or, or just at least they'll have a better idea of what's going on. So Avery, thank you so much for coming because, you know, the blind have been leading the blind and uh, I need you to shed some light on some stuff. No problem. Where do you want to start at? What you want to start? Start, start at the basic, like, because um, people keep talking about edits and you keep saying stuff has to go through markups. And then you were saying yes. there's something different between a markup and a revision. So, like, let's, I let's, you know, we, we dumb. I'm dumb, deaf, and blind. Right, like, okay. how, would you, how would you start talking to one of your children and get them to understand? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. no. With HR 40, you know, we've been waiting since 1989 with HR 40 and John Conyers because the year after the Japanese got reparations, John Conyers came with the idea of black people deserve reparations. Mary Murakami is one of thousands of people who received reparations from the U.S. government decades after being forced into an internment camp during World War II. She was just a teenager when her family was taken from their home, eventually ending up in Utah. She spent a total of three years in the camps and is one of over 100,000 people of Japanese ancestry interned from 1942 to 1945. It would take decades of effort by the Japanese-American community before Congress agreed to form a commission to study what happened. That ultimately led to an apology from President Ronald Reagan and reparations. Those eligible would later receive a $20,000 payment from the U.S. government, which in today's dollars would equal to about $44,000. The ones who really needed it was, were our parents, and they were already dead. We know the bill came. We all know the history and the story about H.R. 40 up to the point people on the ground got involved and started getting more co-sponsors on the bill. I was one of the people that got Dr. Garrity written testimony into the H.R. 40 hearing, public hearing they had in 2019. And that, and the person that runs the subcommittee, see, that's what it is. You got to go to the person that's the head of committees. That's why when you're doing the job in Congress, they put you on different committees and they put a chairman of that committee. And H.R. 40 keeps going to the Judiciary Committee. And every year they send it from the Judiciary Committee to the subcommittee on um, the Constitutional Civil Rights and Civil Liberties. And the, the chairman of that committee is Stephen Corn. Corn, And I got him to invite Dr. Darity to the H.R. 40 public hearing. Dr. Darity's testimony got submitted into Congress June 19, 2019. From that day, I've been telling people to get his edit put into the record and actually put onto the bill. The Judiciary Committee or the subcommittee has to have a markup session. In the markup session, they take all the evidence and different legislation and different edits that they get from different people that sit on Judiciary Committee. They all review it and they vote on to add the edits or not, or to kill the bill, or let the bill pass like how it is. So our only focus should be on is getting the markup session and getting the edits that's already a part of HR 40 because it's a part of the record. 
actually getting a member of that judiciary committee to submit his records. That's ba it's a basic plan. That's how they do it. That's how everybody do it. But we just want to go just do shit our own way. That's basically how I feel about it. You said we need to focus on the people who are actually on the committee. Yeah. It's 24 days. It's actually the Democrats on the judiciary committee. The Democrats run the House, the Senate, and the White House. You don't have to worry about a Republican. Everybody's talking about what Republicans said, the Republican women just saying the other day at the hearing. None of that matters because they ain't the people that's in power. The Democrats run the judiciary committee. They run the House, period. They've been mm -hmm. running the House for a few years now. So Jerry Neller and any, any member that's on the judiciary can edit the bill and submit the edits to the, the judiciary. They'll vote on it. That's, okay. that's no other way that an edit can come out. You can call your congressman all day, every day. They don't sit on that committee. You calling them just because you feel like calling them. What, they, gonna, what they can do? They can't Got do nothing. They can't do nothing about it. Okay, okay. No, that's what's up. So me and Edie have a lot of conversations. And Edie's been telling me for a while that people need to, like, that there needs to be a call to action and that people need to be um, making phone calls uh, sending emails and also sending snail mail. Yes, I um, I try to think of how gun rights activists, activists, the Second Amendment people work. And, you know, I've watched them on the Facebook in the past and they call all the time, you know, and that's how they keep their Congress people in check is calling, calling, calling. And then when you ask a congressperson, they say, send a letter. That shows us that you really care about the issue. So I think that would be a great way to do it. And I also feel like we should really hound, um, I should have changed my wording. I feel like we should really stay on to Mr. Uh, Congressman James Clyburn because he changed the direction of the uh, Democratic primaries, he basically decided and told the Black community to, who to vote for. And so the Black community should be demanding this from him. I got you on that one. But Clyburn isn't on that committee, so we can't get him for H.R. 40. But we do need to get him. Ma'am, Clyburn, the majority whip for the Democrats. He's over yeah. the judiciary committee. Can't no bill in Congress. Oh, is he? I didn't know. He is over the yeah. judiciary committee. Yes. I didn't know that, Every. I'm going to tell you the power Let's structure. Let's get him, Edie. I'm going to cut that out. Hakeem Jeffers. Hakeem Jeffers. Jeffers. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. a Democrat caucus leader. Then, then Kyle Byrne is over him. He's the majority. He the whip majority. I and did not know that. Then it's Stephen Hort, 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 something like that. He's the majority leader, and it's Nancy Pelosi. Can't no bill get passed without all them being a part of it. But if they they're going to tell you the bill haven't made it out of the judiciary committee. And Clyburn is just pushing the 10, 20, 30 plan. That's his preparation. Mm -hmm. He wanted to give it to all poor people. And like mm -hmm. you were saying, that calling and email campaigning. My senator is a Republican. He told me himself, he wrote me a letter back and told me everything. He said, only way that actions can happen on that bill is in the Judiciary Committee. He said he wouldn't vote on the bill. He ain't going to sign. He told me the truth. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I believe that if you have a Republican representative that uh, you should call our Democratic leaders, Democratic Party leaders in the House. Yeah. 
That's what that, I. That's how I end up getting Cohen to um submit that Doctor Dirty testimony and invite him because everybody was just running around just calling anybody. I'm keep telling you, the bill is within the subcommittee of Constitutional Civil Rights and Civil Liberties. Stephen Cohen is the subcommittee chairman. Ain't nothing happening in that committee without that man's okay. He can't schedule no hearing. He can actually do a markup in the subcommittee, but they won't do it. They want to have it in the full committee. I already got the man to admit to all of this. The, the is Jerry Neller. He has the power to do it. He could do one tomorrow if he wanted to. It's like, but, and, go ahead, my bad. Um. Well, I guess my other ideas were to put it forth to our um, religious leaders, you know, to be talking about it in, ch in church. You know, that's always an idea of mine because when I look at the people who are winning, who, who are on the right, who are winning, I look at what they do and they get a lot of this stuff from their churches and their members call their representatives. And like I said, if you don't have a representative who's a Democrat, then call um, call a Democratic leader, Democratic Party leader. It's just like in I the black community, like in the black belt south, you really can't get elected unless you is part of a black church. It's the same way in the black community, just like in the Republican and like the Republican community, it's the same way. It's like we in the Bible belt, basically in the south. But I right. understand being with the church, yeah, that's they main they main support that's how they get people out to mm -hmm. vote for them mm -hmm. with the church right and i say we should ask we should ask them to or to speak to their congregants about the same thing it's time to demand it Welcome, MG. Welcome. You want to introduce yourself real quick for everybody who sent you late to the party. I'm so happy that you joined us. Hey, uh, Michael Graham, Vactify Press, uh, the infamous Actify. You're kind of low. Oh, Michael Graham of the infamous Actify Press. Is that better, ma'am? Yes, sir. Always yelling at me. Y'all should y'all should get used to that when you hang around us. I'm uh, the work wife. <laughs> I crack whips. I see. I see. So bean. All right. That's that's me. Uh, sorry to come late. We had we had some stuff we had to do at the house. Um, Avery, Edie, it's nice to meet you as well. Uh, Avery, it's nice to meet you. And what's Thank up, Mother? Nice to meet you too, bro. Avery, could you explain to me has um, HR forty been in um, the same committee since nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, that's how I was, actually they had a markup session in ninety one. But after they had a markup session in 91, they let the bill die. That's what John, that, John Collins actually did the bill the farther it's ever been. But since then, yes, every year, only reason I'm gonna tell you like this, John Collins committed the bill every two years until 2017, 16 or 17 before he ended up retiring. And after then, Sheila Jackson Lee picked up the bill because she was the only black person on the sub of constitutional civil rights and civil liberties. So being the only black person on that subcommittee, she had to pick up a black, the reparations bill. That's how she ended up with the bill. And every year it goes to the Judiciary Committee and they send the bill to the subcommittee. And every year that's where the bill died. Last year, I got Stephen Cohen admitted that he had to send the bill back to the full Judiciary Committee with no markups or anything. So he sent the bill back to die. Sent the bill back in November. 
knowing it's about to be in the Congress in December and it's going to be the 117th Congress. That's why I say it's the beginning of the 117th Congress. The Democrats have no excuse. They have, they have nothing that can stop the House from passing the bill. Nothing. But yeah, to answer your question, yes, we go to the same committee for this last 30 years and die. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, because when you look at it on Congress, uh, on look it up on the websites where they explain the bills, like the last action is there and you're like, whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> like that hearing where there was the other day on the 17th, mm -hmm. if they don't have no marker session, that's when the bill gonna die for this Congress. They're going to try to break it back up to 118 cars. That's why I say we got to pressure for a markup session so we can get those edits, get the bill passed the House. Or get what the bill. The, go ahead. What is the deadline to contact facts? Um, You have to do this a daily task. The day, because the, they're going to kill if It's basically, we have to pressure them now to actually mark up the bill to get it amended. Because if not, they just gonna let the bill sit and die. That's like a lot of you know, Congress members can introduce any kind of bill, and they go to a committee, and they just let that bill die in that committee if they don't have enough support behind it. If the people not pushing it, or certain representatives is not pushing the legislature. But that's what we at. Jackson Lee, she doing, she getting all the everything she need to get reelected in 2022. She did that with the HR 40 hearing already. So Jackson Lee is good for 2022. People believe it or not, she's in, in Texas. Houston, Texas, talking about she had a hearing about reparations. So she's good. People are not going to come at her. That's what they all they do. Cause, but further than actually getting it passed and pushing it, she's not going to do anything. She's the head sponsor of the bill. So if she's not really pushing the legislation, who's really there to get a markup session? Or who's there to get it passed in the House period? You know what I'm saying? That's why we kind of stuck at. I have a question. I think my, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well, when you say let it die, you mean like just let it sit there until the end of the session? Yeah, to the, to the next um, Congress, yeah. That's what they've been doing for the last 30 years. When they get, they, somebody introduced, John Conn used to introduce the bill, even when he was the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, he introduced the bill, and the bill died in his own committee. I don't see how you how that could happen, but yeah. And 118 Congress gonna happen in 2022. We all know that. <laughs> we that's our deadline. Did the bill go? We gonna have to start. It's gonna start over again. The process gonna start over again. Is there anything that we can learn from California? <clears throat> excuse me, California passing a reparations, a similar reparations bill. The California they. It's the same thing like America right now. Democrats behind everything, the House, they Senate, and they governorship. So I believe it's, it's they really, we're in the same situation as California. It's just that the people really going to back it to get us, if we going to really get the support to get it passed. That's in my opinion. Oh, I apologize. I thought the reparations bill had passed in California. It did. Oh, okay. Now, the study, it did. The it's, the, it's a study, though. Right. It's a task force to study, but yeah, it passed. But yes, well, hold up. We have to, all, they gonna, all, that's what people always say. We don't need no study. We don't need no study. Everybody that got reparations had a study before they got reparations. Oh, yeah. I'm here for the study because once they start studying, they're going to realize they owe us more money than we talking about. Yeah. 
But what forces helped get it passed in California? That, that bill was on the, on the books already in California, but Sam can tell you about the rest of it because she um, helped. So ADOS, Cal so the thing about it is California was, was a twist of fate. So there happened to be a person who had got an internship in Shirley Weber's office who was interested in learning how bills were made. They asked her what kind of bill she wanted to learn how to do. So they did, a she said a reparations bill. From there, the wheels got rolling. Then ADOS LA jumped in and they started helping. So they did some rewrites on the bill. Then ADOS LA organized people to make massive amounts of phone calls and everything else when it came to the bill. And then we got it pushed through each of the different um, steps that had to be pushed through. And then when it went to Newsom's office, it was kind of sitting there for a little bit. He was acting like he didn't want to sign it. And that's when they got Ice Cube, specifically Tiffany, ADOS LA got Ice Cube to start talking about it and to push it. And that's how it actually got pushed through. So there was a lot of things that was that were going on with it. But I, also Shirley Weber was a person who wanted to push that bill versus Sheila Jackson Lee doesn't want to. So yeah. there's going to be extra work in that because you don't have a person who's actually trying to help you get the bill passed, whereas Shirley Weber wanted the bill to be passed. Just like when Dr. De uh, just like how I got Dr. Dirty invited to the HR 40 hearing in 2019, Jackson Lee didn't invite him. Coher invited him, the subcommittee chairman invited him, and submitted his testimony on the record. Jackson League didn't. And in November of 2019, she posted set up a meeting with Dr. Dirty. I was right involved in the middle of it. And she basically ignored him all of 2020, never set the meeting up, never met with him. So they know his work, they know his ed, they know, they know everything. They just don't want to do it. She just don't want to work with him. All right. But the, the the chairman wants to work with them. I don't get it. I don't, that's why I say I don't get it. We don't have enough people. It's not really a big enough interest in our community. That's what I I really think. Because we have more people really interested in it, we'll get further. Well, that's you what. Sound, I oh, sorry. No, I was just saying with what you just said, Avery. You sound like you having an MLK. Where do we go from here? When he was talking about how the civil rights movement would have went further, but there weren't enough people in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? How can California pass a reparation bill before any state in the South? Y'all realize that? Do y'all know all the most majority of Black people in America reside? Because there's less than 5% of Black people in California. Even when they cough up some money, it won't cost them that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, that yeah. it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I find it, I find it, are there any democratic controlled Southern states right now? No, but the, the, the majority of the black caucus is from the South. Right. Well, and plus they're elderly and they sh like James they Coburn's 80, well, and plus they're 80 years old. They're at, uh, they're at the end of their careers. This is something to end your career on, right? If you're going to get booted out of Congress, which most of these folks aren't, they're in they safe, safe districts. They all safe. The they're majority safe of the districts. Black caucus are safe. Only people can vote them out are Black people. Right. And a Black person not going to vote you out for support and reparations. Well, and James, Clyburn, James Clyburn is in the 6th district of South Carolina. 
Yeah. He should, he should want reparations. Yeah. Like, hmm. he been there since 92. He been there since, since yeah. like four years after John Connors introduced the bill. Right. <laughs> he helped right. get Clinton elected. He helped get Clinton elected. He helped get um, um Obama elected. And he helped get Biden elected. Ben Clyburn have that's his that's what he all do because you know South Carolina be the first state in the South to vote. And the way right. South Carolina vote in the Democratic primary, that's how the majority of the Democrats gonna vote. That's why when people always say we're gonna get replaced from other people, this and the third. It's really not going to happen, not in the Democratic Party, because of the primary. And because the primary always comes to the South first. And people always, then that's how, if you look at history in the Democratic Party, that's how it always falls. That's why I'm voting power at. If, them, if we wouldn't be in this situation, if we didn't elect Joe Biden in the primary, telling you he was the wrong guy. I don't believe he'll sign a reparations bill. If we hey, get past the study, he'll sign the study bill all day. I'm talking about the bill that comes after it with the actual reparations proposals. And you know what I'm saying? I don't think he'll sign it. I'm not sure if he could sign HR 40. So Avery, uh would you suggest that maybe we shouldn't even focus on trying to convince Sheila Jackson Lee? Like she seems to have already made her decision, and we should. I left her alone. I left her alone in 2019, brother. I left her alone in November. No, I gave her a month. No, I gave her two months. Right, there in January. I left her alone in January of 2020. Stop trying to reach out to her. Stop trying to call. Once you talk to her chief of staff, her legislation director, the person that she's got contacted on the um council one of the um, councils on the subcommittee, once you talk to all these people and you got proof that you didn't reach out to all these people and they didn't respond to that, but they're not really trying to do no action, it's pointless. And I'm not, just because she's black, that's why most people keep saying that's pressure job. That don't mean nothing. That don't yeah. mean she's going to do nothing for us. I'm telling you, the subcommittee chairman, he the only person that's actually trying to work with people on the ground, you know, the people that want to edit, so I ain't gonna say just the people on the ground because it, it, it is other organizations pushing for reparations. We're not on like only people, but there's yeah, we, I know, but that's what I was gonna get to. Maybe if we focused our energy and contacting Stephen Cohen and uh Jerry Neller, like and and some of these other uh, I hate to put it this way, but white Democrats that are on this uh this uh committee judiciary committee yeah the uh, judiciary committee um maybe that's what we should focus our energy on like and and kind of make it seem like we are the we are the you know the masses the grassroots masses instead of these other organizations and this is what we really want yeah and i feel like a new representative she just got elected this year is no kind ever ross have you heard of her? No. Who? Deborah Ross. Ross. She's a um new elected um Democrat representative in, from Raleigh, North Carolina. She's on the Judiciary Committee. And what's the sister name? The new sister got elected. Bush something Bush. Corey, Corey Bush. Corey Bush. Yeah, yeah she's on the, 
Yeah, she's on the um judiciary committee. See, I would go after the new people, the young blood. I know Sam P says she's no, 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 don't laugh. Now that she's on the judiciary committee, she's my new favorite person. Go ahead, bipoc, <laughs> bipoc us all the way as long as you don't say that shit. When you talk about court. reparations, we are okay. Yeah, she did all right on the um little hearing, the little testimony. I like, I ain't even say too much bad about it. But those two ladies, my main focus of getting to, to actually submit the edits. And Jerry, and Jerry, he ain't gonna do it. Steve, he might, Steven, he might submit the edits. But people that we will still have to get the majority of the Democrats, these 13 Democrats, to agree on the edits. You know? Because it's 24 Democrats on the Judiciary Committee. So we get 13 down with the edit, the edits gonna get passed. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be part of HR 40. All right. Okay. So, so I know, I know, I'm coming late to the party. So, so the next step is get it to the markups. Try to push them to to, to get it to markups. Is that correct, Avery? Yeah, yeah. Push it for a markup session and try to get them a get thirteen of them to agree to the amendments, not the dirty amendments. They only it's only six of them. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So if one person if one person submit the amendments through the markup session. Then thirteen, mm. thirteen people, thirteen Democrats agree on because no Republicans gonna agree on the college, you know. So they they yeah. vote not. That's why I'm not even talking about the Republicans. So we get thirteen Democrats on the Judiciary Committee to agree on the edits. They in they are part of HR forty. And the next step is to get Jerry Nutter to pass that bill on us to Speaker Pelosi, who have not co-sponsored the bill, or Lita Hoy haven't co-sponsored the bill either. And they were the next two people in the process. I think gets out of the judiciary committee. I, I see that Hank Johnson is on there um, from yeah. Georgia. Yeah, he's on he, it. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be a yes, right? Like he's in a super safe district. He's always like the last time I saw him on the floor of the house, he's just a firebrand. Yeah. For the do, what do you think of him? That's what he haven't. Reached back. He haven't reached out to. Him. Uh, I didn't reach out to him. He haven't never said anything back. But I didn't gave him the edits. I didn't email him the edits. I didn't call him about the edits. I didn't call everybody on the Judiciary Committee. But I'm just uh -huh. one person. I've been right. in for two years. You know what I'm saying? Two mm -hmm. one or three years calling people. Just in it. that's how they look at it. They like it ain't a mass group of people calling and emailing them. It's just like at the most ten to twenty people keep calling. Email. They, we're gonna need way more than that, right? right. So that's right. So, so that's so that's the strategy we're looking at is to push this 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 group of people, those the group of Democrats on the on on the judiciary, push them hard with as many people as we possibly can, email and snail mail and phone calls to get them to push the edits. Yeah, correct. Even even finding who their legislation directors is and legislation assistants. Who those people are, because they're the people that actually gonna look at the amendments, and that's who write their legislation, basically. So, you know, we okay. find the right person. Even you seen that screenshot with the, the the list I sent you before? Yes, I see. Yeah, and like you see the people at the top, those are the ones that's on the subcommittee. Like they they're gonna be a part of it too, because you know they staffers. They 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 are judiciary staff staffers, basically. Uh -huh. You know so. I'll be reaching out to all of them. And actually, the, one of those people reached contacting me before I actually represented that, you know? Mm -hmm.
Yeah, I, I, I discussed with some folks that the 1776 uh, versus 1619 argument is silly. You catch all that all that wealth and all that stuff downstream in 1776 anyway. I, I don't even know why we argued about that shit. Yeah. Those three well, Republicans should. agree on this 1776. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as they should. As they should. They will. Yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all go ahead. I'm, I'm I came late, so I don't want to dominate the conversation. I mean, the thing about the 1776 thing is it just makes the most sense to go with that date because that's the founding of the country. I don't understand why you want to fight so hard against against that and go to 1619. Like once we get once we get whatever with America, if you really are pressed about that 1619, then let's talk about England. Let's talk about doing that, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. we're like for right now, let's just focus on this. They need to stop talking about the slavery. You need to talk about from 1865 to eight to 1960 to now. Fuck okay, it, you don't even have to skip. You need to talk from 1865 to Tell now. Tell you. Tell <laughs> you. I can't even, like, all right, you can talk about, okay, slavery. You're right, I wasn't around then. Uh, none of my, like, but Jim Crow, every, mm-hmm. Jim Crow was 100-some years. My grand, all my grandparents, they my mama. My mama grew up. My mama was born under Jim Crow segregation. Yeah, and my um, grand, my, my father was born under yep. um, Jim Crow. So I'm like, yep, my I don't get it. Great did. migration. Yep, absolutely. And, and eight, then in 1968, man, the government knew what they was doing. I feel like the government from 1968 to now, what they did to the black family, they should, they should will pay reparations for that alone. <laughs> I, I mean, even even with the conversation about redlining, like we could just have that conversation and still be talking about yeah, the same. What about this credit? They got credit in 1930, 30, what, 33, 34? Black people didn't get credit to 1974, period. Like the, 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 the I can't even talk right now. That should be pissing me <laughs> off. Nah, like for real, like with you. credit, you can't, like, that's a 30-year man. Then you got home loans with federal backing. Like, was no way that you could lose your house. Like, no matter what. <laughs> and that was more than 30 years. That was like a 50-year advantage. You that's all like you don't in, in these all these hearings and all this shit people be talking about, they never talk about that. They say my my parents wasn't this, my parents wasn't that. But your parent got a home loan. You got a dog with a pension, or you got a free education. You got some everybody got something in America. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It'd be it pissed me off. Good old government job. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> the only thing black people got was the post office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's it. And they're you taking the that post- now. Yeah, yeah they're taking the post that. office yeah. now. Yep. Like yeah. I fight against the um, postal uh, enhancement and Calib- accountability act from 2006. Democrats put they they created that bill. They put that bill through the House and then they put it through the Senate. We don't know how many people voted for it because it um, was like a unanimous consent, I believe. Is that right, Avery? Where the senators don't have to tell who voted for it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they're taking about it's the biggest tragedy because that was the road to middle class jobs. And um, now it's kind of like an Amazon. That's what it's turning into. Yeah, that, that's the one that made them made them pay uh pay ahead of time for retirement and stuff. That's the seventy five years into the future. 
-hmm. for health and retirement benefits. What corporation does that? And Henry Waxman was uh, the, he was my congressman at the time in our district. And he was a co-sponsor and our post office was sold our main post office and we were moved. It was a beautiful historic building and we were moved to a little tiny industrial area. Um, but 1500 post offices were sold. The, the post office, it's no joke what's going on to jobs over there. It's really scary. You know why they doing it? <laughs> oh yeah. Why they doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people it's, you know, people are given part-time work. They're starting to call them contractors now. It's scary business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so those were good black jobs, Edie. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's so, what it was I, in the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, both my parents got them good old union jobs. So <laughs> l- let me let me ask you this, Gary. So I don't know if you guys covered this already. I'm sorry. But um, so the next, so just to just to map this out for those of us who want, because I know there's a there's I know this should be a, a uh, you know should be all the above uh, uh, actions here because some folks are I know some people are drafting a new a new uh, bill to replace HR 40 to get that in. Some people want to get the edits in. Some people want to burn HR 40 to the ground. But um, none of us that all the folks that want to burn HR 40 to the ground don't have the power to burn it down. So it behoove us to try to be involved in this process and have as much impact as we possibly can. So um, so then like 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 so I just wanted to kind of map this out. So the next step, Avery, is to push, try to push them to go to markup and try to influence all the folks, all the Democrats uh, on, on that body, in that body to bring in Darity's edits and whoever brings it in, it doesn't matter. Oh. Um, and what's the next step, Avery? After that, we need to get Speaker Pelosi to introduce the bill on the floor for a vote. That's mm-hmm. it. And then after that, we had the same process going to have to go on in the Senate, but it's less people, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. this will be the same process. Cause we're gonna have to do this work ourselves and put the pressure on these people ourselves and make sure it get happening. So when they try to bullshit you and tell you this, no, you, that's not the process. We know exactly what's supposed to happen. How you do have the power to do this? Mm-hmm. Democrats have the power. They have the power. They're gonna have the power for the next two years. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them losing it in 2022. So I feel like they're gonna have it for the next four years. Oh, they try to give it away though. They- <laughs> He's yeah. trying hard to give it away. <laughs> yeah. They, think, you think they going to – what you think? Mm-hmm. If you say they – all right, let me go back what you said first. Mm-hmm. Who going to reintroduce – who going to introduce a new – if somebody do write up a bill, say me and you get together and write up a new reparations mm-hmm. bill, who in the House of Representatives or in, or in the Senate is going to introduce that legislation? That's a good question. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in that camp. You know what I'm saying? That's why everybody yeah. always say, come on, man, let's write our own bill. Mm-hmm. Our first question be is, who is going to introduce that legislation? Mm-hmm. No? So, and, the, only person, the only person we would be talking about is probably Cori Bush, right? Mondaire yeah. Jones has, um, said he wants reparations. He, he co-sponsored HR 42. Yeah, he's on the Judiciary Committee as well. Yeah. And Cory Bush, he sponsored HR 42. So y'all think either one of them people will actually rewrite their legislation and reintroduce the bill this Congress? Maybe not. Or next Congress. Congress. Or or next Congress. 
maybe not. I don't think this Congress. I think they'll they will. Jackson Lee got a bill. Yeah. While Jackson Lee got a bill with 150 something co-sponsors. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree. I agree. I think you're making think a good point. Look at it. They let they, they, they would say let HR 40 go its course. Or would right. or if you sat on that committee, or would you just submit the amendments in the markup session? Does you are you able you you could do that because that's part of your job. The bill yeah. have to go to markup session if you had the power to submit amendments to that bill. When you do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what. Yeah, that's exactly what they should be doing. But I'm just I, saying that, to, that people are putting energy into that into that space of of creating a new bill. Uh, they and, should get one of them people on the judiciary to just mm -hmm. amend the bill. And they're trying to say tear the bill up. It's trash because mm -hmm. you know what public put. Well, you know how the public gonna look at it. It's trash. It's trash. Everybody say it's trash. It's trash. It's just a study. It's just a study. Mm -hmm. Not no. Well, people just keep saying it. it's not reparations. It's just a study. It's trash. It's trash. Mm -hmm. People is not gonna want to support it, and that's the person that don't know nothing about it. They can be like, "Oh, black people saying it's trash. It must be trash." Some people are not gonna go look up for themselves. People have to stop saying that to yeah. tell people it's it, the bill. The bill need to be amended. That's the only bill we have for reparations. We had a bill for over thirty years. And Agreed. Democrats, Agreed. who you vote for, you voted Democrat. If you voted, you need to support the You need to support the amendment and push these people, these specific people, that it's their job. To amend this legislation, don't just be upset and saying it's trash or saying what you want to do when you actually can do something about it. Here's this person's number. Here's this person's email. Here's their staffers' numbers and emails. You can contact these people, and you can have public work. You can have workers that you did contact these people. So if you did get a large mass of people, you can hold them accountable. So you can't say, "Oh, I don't know that y'all was one of the amendments to this bill." You didn't. How about I got thousands of people with emails saying they emailed you? Call laws and showing that they called you. Like, come on, but we don't have mass people to do it. Tell you, it only be a small number. Everybody mm -hmm. else do the same thing. It don't work for us because we don't be together and push everybody. Okay, somebody want to read and do some new bill. I'm calling because I say it's trash. But fuck that bill altogether. Then somebody else calling. Can you just amend the bill? Like mm -hmm. they getting three, four, five different messages from people. Instead of one right. message, mark up the bill and amend the bill. The reparations supposed to go to descendants of slaves in America. People know who that is. Go to the 1870 census. You can go from there forward. You know, you can go to you can go to 1910. If you was black in America in 1910, you was a slave. You descendants from slaves. Just that simple. But I think I think to Mike's point, what he's trying to say, um, like if HR 40 doesn't make it in this session, and we get to the next session. Uh, I think what we're talking about as far as the people that are thinking in this idea of we're going to create a new bill is that next session we'll get Cory Bush or somebody to push. Like that would probably be the next the, best plan. I get what you're yeah. saying. That'll be the next best thing to do. Cory yeah, Bush or, or who yeah. else? Yeah, it'll have to be somebody uh, on judiciary committee, though. Yeah, because I mean, the bill's not, I mean, I haven't heard of it. It's people, I've heard people are working on it, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I have heard people people say a lot of things, obviously, but I think having having a having an all the above strategy should start with and and I agree with you on this, Avery. We should focus on in this session getting this bill amended and getting it getting the markup amended and getting it to the floor. That's where it should be. We should be focusing our energy. 
Now, in the meantime, if somebody's working a bill, we say, okay, we'll we'll try to amend the bill. If we don't get the amendments, then we or 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 the bill gets to the floor and we can't and we and uh, or we can't get it to the floor or somehow the bill dies. You say, okay, now we go to Plan B, which is a new bill. All right, I yeah. can understand that. Instead, if Corey Bush, Corey Bush, that what she would tell you anyway. She would tell you that anyway. I would not. I'll mm-hmm. amend the bill where he had. If we had a markup session, I'm I'm not about to come out here and read this and introduce a new bill my first year in Congress and go against Jackson League. I'm not going to do that. Of course, and, but like I'm saying in the scenario, that I was I'm saying yeah, in the hundred yeah. in the hundred eighteenth Congress, yes, in the hundred eighteenth Congress, she pick up her own legislation, or Jackson League could pass the bill through her. And she can edit it herself. See, I, you know? I know I know somebody who who may be able to influence Cory Bush. That's what we need. That's what we need more than anything. Connections. That doesn't mean just a lost person out here just calling. I know they get tired of me. Go <laughs> and they know me. They know my name. So we'll um yeah, I mean hey Avery, the, the last hearing. Um, Darity, Darity got his edits in when he, when yeah. he, he submitted the information, he, when he, uh, um, his stuff got read into the record, right? Yeah. The last, the hearing, previous hearing, right? Mm-hmm. In 2019. Yeah. Does, does that still count for the markup? Or that's, that's, yeah, that's on the record for HR 40. You ever pull up HR 40, that's going to always be there. All okay. witness testimonies always stay a part of legislation. Most times, legislation get passed up mm-hmm. <laughs> in that same session. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go. All you gotta do go to a bill, go to an old bill, and just click on it. That's how I learned a lot of this. So a bill get passed, mm-hmm. I go click on it, and then I go say, "Okay, it was for this." That's how I end up finding out that I need to get Dr. Derry on that witness list in March of 2019. I said, oh, man, I'm about to switch my focus on getting Dr. Dirty actually on the hearing. Keep all these damn co-sponsors. <laughs> I want to actually get somebody to speak for us at the hearing. Mm-hmm. Then we kept doing it, kept doing it. And Steve, he actually he actually reached out to Dirty the same day that he told me about the hearing. He reached out to Dirty. And Dirty submitted his written testimony. And it's going to be part of the record forever, you know? Yeah, that's on. Yeah. It's gonna be part of the record, and most of them edits already in his testimony. That's what I was saying on mm-hmm. Twitter. Like, Dr. Dirty edits is already part of HR forty. We just got to get somebody to actually submit them at the markup session. We haven't got to the mark. The last markup session on HR forty was in nineteen ninety one. That's the last time that bill had a markup session. The nineteen ninety one. Okay. All right, so I guess we sort of get we we got a path forward. So we, so because uh, we 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 were uh, a lot of us uh, on this in the modern iteration of the reparations movement. A lot of us were under the sway of uh, of Yvette and Tone, uh, and we moved the way they decided we moved. So now that the this the great schism, <laughs> the great schism has happened. People are trying to people people are trying to re-coordinate. And I think um, discussions like these are going to help everybody kind of get focused and uh, get off of all these side issues that we keep running into over and over again. And I think this gives us a lot to to uh, to a lot of food for thought, so to speak. So um, just 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 to run this down, just so it's clear in my head. um, Markup session. Markup session. And get get the amendment submitted by 
any one of the 24 Democrats First on the House Jewish Judiciary Committee yeah. and and then get it get, get Nancy Pelosi to put it on the floor. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's all right. Three steps. Three steps. And in and in uh, a parallel process could be to get more co-sponsors. Yeah, it need fifty one more co sponsors. The bill need fifty one more co sponsors, and it mm. passed automatically. It passed okay. the House automatically. Okay, two hundred eighteen, two hundred eighteen we'll votes, or mm-hmm. in two hundred eighteen votes for co sponsors, a bill passed the House automatically. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the law. So that's where we, that's where we should focus right now. So what about the yeah. Senate? The Senate. That's where it's going to be hard because they say what. Explain to me what this filibuster thing is. Got to have 68 votes or something. Who can explain votes. to me what this filibuster when the Senate is? Because everybody keeps telling me the Democrats can't, because they got a 50 50 split, and Kamala Harris, she can't just vote and, and get something passed in the Senate. Is that true? Well, yeah, because because of because when the when the Democrats when the when the Republic when the Democrats allow the Republicans to filibuster because they could have tied this to to uh to uh the budget. What do you call that? Uh, reconciliation. Shep, the short answer is that the budget committee would have to pass uh, reconciliation instructions, basically a piece of legislation that instructs the committees to uh, approve a reconciliation bill. And the key thing to know here is that only items related to taxation and spending can qualify under reconciliation, which of course bypasses the 60 vote threshold in the Senate. So things like $1,400 payments uh, direct to Americans could could be included in that. Other COVID relief measures, including aid to state and local governments, potentially plus ups on healthcare subsidies, could be included. But uh, separate matters, including things like immigration reform or gun control, or even a minimum wage hike that Democrats want to do, are considered more regulatory in nature and would be very difficult to do via reconciliation. They could do this in reconciliation and and, and walk through with a fifty one and, and Kamala Harris comes through, but they but but um, the Democrats are are uh, as you know they are low to make make power moves, because um, the, the 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 Democrats if the, the Republicans filibuster which they which which the Democrats could have killed the Republican filibuster that means they need sixty for for anything to pass. But if they but if they call it and they say okay this is going to be reconciliation this goes to reconciliation that means they only need fifty one and that that way Kamala Harris can be that fifty first vote if she so chooses to be so and she could in the back channels kill it like nope yeah. I'm, you're not gonna put that yeah. on me I don't yeah. like them ADOS folks anyway they yelled <laughs> <laughs> they they killed my presidential campaign <laughs> yeah you think we get ten Republicans? No, Kamala. No, Kamala needs to decide that she want to be the first black-ish president, black ish president, black ish female president, or not. If she want to be the first black ish female president, she need to sign that and do what she need to do. Yeah, 
Please. So she'll she'll be right up there on the wall with MLK Obama, be MLK Obama, Lincoln, and Kamala. She'll be in front of them. She'll be inside <laughs> that reparations. She'll be in the front. She'll be like in the front, like Beyonce and everybody else. She'll be, be right like Destiny's Child in the back. Uh, or she'll Diana be Ross, King and then everybody else will be the pips. <laughs> we know if that. Bring this little Indian girl on with us. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we love they will love her like she really wants us to love her. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I mean for the short for the for the short term at least at least until this session is over, that sounds like a solid strategy. You just got to get other folks on board, and you know uh, the assembly did that thing for um uh for this for this um shit. For this for hearing, for this past hearing, with all the with all the information uh, for the, the the tweet and and email and call folks, and uh, I guess it's time to do it again for this effort. And we gotta we gotta get on this snail mail. You know, I've been calling these same people for two years. <laughs> You're a good these man, exact Avery. Same people for two. Only people. There's only three new names on the list. Yeah, that's it, man. Well, yeah. I have a question, Avery. Is is there like um? A website to go to where you can just plug in, like they have a script for what we want to say, and it can you can send it to your congressperson. No, Is nobody any- has. Don has a script. She has a script, but no, we don't have one. I just call yeah, in and I freestyle. I say I just I talk to them. I call. I just call like a regular concerned citizen. Yeah, right. I talk to everybody different. It depends how you answer the phone. How I actually. Uh-huh. Will reply to you, know. Right. Yeah. The assembly created. They did create a script. They uh, they, they had a yeah. they had a Twitter script and of a, 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 a voice script and a, well, I guess the voice script is the same as a letter script. But they did have a script for for what people could what people could do um, could could say. Uh, and, and we and I turned it into an article in Actify Press. Don't ask me what the name of it is. Of the article, it's <laughs> 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 emergency something. I forget the name of the article. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree that we need to, because there's a there's a few uh, now um, for those for the people who are listening that don't know, uh, other than ADOS, now there is the assembly, which is a group the 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 some of the chapters that pulled away from ADOS. Then there's the the reparationist collective, which is um, a few folks that uh, are when we're dealing with ADOS in, in different forms. So, and on top of that, you have independent bodies like us at Reset Race. So there's a lot of people that 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 are now uh, more or less free to coordinate it, to free to co- coordinate these efforts as as uh, the the uh, collective sees fit or as the all of us see fit. And I think it's time for us to better coordinate our efforts. So um, there's a lot of people working on that right now. <laughs> and there's some freelancers out there too. Ooh, there's some freelancers yeah. out there too but uh i think it's time for us to it's far past time for us to get better coordinated with the with our efforts right because we're dealing with people who are the busiest right they don't mm-hmm. have time um mm-hmm. and the easier you make it for people the more likely they're to do it yeah do it yeah yeah imagine you getting 100 that's why i say 100 i start at 100 you get 100 people calling the congressperson every day you eat them they're going to get tired of people calling them now. Exactly. That's why I say Jerry Neller, because he's the chairman of the committee. That's why I always point at the head. You go at the head, because they're the person that set the schedule. They're the ones that can do all, anything that you need them to do. I yeah, always he, talk about the head. Yeah, and he's go the guy them. that can override, he can override yeah. uh, Sheila Jackson Lee without looking like an ass, because yeah. it's his job. 
Yeah. Cause you supporting the people. Yeah. And you supporting the people. You can blame me on I'm supporting the people in thousands and thousands of calls and emails a day. The lady at the hearing said she got 300 letters from the Japanese people to support HR 40. I didn't call over 300 times. I know I know over 300 other people been called. Mm-hmm. So like, come on, man. Is yeah. it really that easy or not? Like, do we really got to like, we got to really put pressure on these people to make them do their job? It's your job. It's all you doing. You ain't doing nothing extra. You ain't doing nothing special. You just doing your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when it comes to the edits and the markup. I mean, it's, that's that's what the markup is for is edits. Yeah. You know, because uh, we know that in Cobra and Narc, they they're a little closer to the throne than we are, but we got to find a way to override them. They don't want the edits because they got plans. This is a common strategy for the Democratic Party. They did this to SB 562 in California, where they leave it in committee and just let it sit uh, and yeah. sit and ignore it. Mm-hmm. I do think that one of the other strategies that folks should be thinking about is getting people to primary these people. Right. We have to have people set up mm-hmm. people who are prepared to get into Congress. And the next Congress or the Congress after that, you know, it could take four years mm-hmm. to find people to primary the Clyburns, the Lees, you know, the people that are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> yeah. Just the Democrats people- are planning. They, they, they're, they're, they're gearing up to start primary CBC folks. So we, we, we should be, be beating them to the punch. Yeah, man, we got so much work to do. Jeez. And that's ground game. You got to get out there now with mm-hmm. this primary. You got to be out there now trying to primary people. You got to start. Right, yeah. That's why network. I say it takes four years. Yeah, it's going to take four years to get somebody in. Sorry. Pop it out of nowhere. Hey, if we get a significant amount of people together, should we try to align with the Justice Democrats? As far as trying to primary people instead of like having to fight with them to you know for the same space. Well, the problem is they haven't embraced reparations. Yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but I'm yeah. saying that I mean if that's like if we show them that we have like a significant amount of numbers and working together would be in their best interest, maybe we can push them over to reparations. Yeah, at least. Where these justice Democrats at? Where these justice Democrats at? That's a good question. <laughs> that's the that's what I'm talking about on the map. If you look on the map, where they at? Yeah. Is, isn't that AOC and Cory Bush? That's AOC in the north. Bush, that's in the northeast. Now. Yeah, I, actually, the northeast. I understand that's what you yeah. like. We need to move some people in the south. Yeah, you were BIPOC country. You talking about AOC? And Cory I love Bush. it, BIPOC country. That I is. love it. You gotta start going south though. <laughs> the Justice Democrats don't got a snowball chance in hell in the south. You got to be a powerful upper in the South to win. You got to go somebody that's in the church, heavy. They can support reparations. That's not the problem. Like, Cobburn, think about all the Democrats that really would know. I'll take that back because they don't. Cobburn the only one in the South that really got power. The rest of them from other places, from the West Coast, really. Most black Democrats are powerful on the West Coast. Oh, my. But the majority of you want to take over most black seats in Congress. That's coming in the South, and you got to be a Bible thumb. Because, you know, you can support reparations to get any kind of base, you know, because think about it on the local level, they be, first they be city councilmen, and they become in some kind of state seat, then they go for um, a Congress seat or something like that. 
and they have history in a lot of these towns and cities and um districts. So it'd be it'd be kind of, that's how it'd be kind of hard down here, man. And we'd be trying to push progressive people, how you would say progressive Bernie supporters, how you would say it. That's the, the politics that line up mostly probably with Bernie Sanders. It ain't flowing that like that in North Carolina. Not happening. People are born people in the South are more moderate than people really think. They're more conservative than what people really think. They ain't really on that progressive tip in the South. I'm just being honest. It's yeah. true. And that do for selfer mentality in the South is because motherfuckers had to really do for self. <laughs> it's, like, it's not a bad thing. Like when you Real say, talk, they say like that, my grandmother talks about building get, the house like, when she was a kid. <laughs> like they literally built the house she grew up in. Like that's some do for self shit for that ass. Yeah, my, yeah, my, that's my what, grandparents built their own house too. That's why. That's, that, I mean, that's be our disconnect. You know what I'm saying? That's be mm -hmm. our. It really be our disconnect. And yeah, then nobody I, try to cater to the people in the south, and that's why our numbers at. We really got the numbers down here. Mm -hmm. We don't have no political power, but on the federal level in the South, because all we all stay in red states. Except for Georgia. And Georgia just turned blue this year. Most majority of black people yeah, stay in blue, blue districts and red states. Mm -hmm. It ain't gonna stay blue. They just passed a new a, a new law and did try well, I think they're trying to pass a new law in Georgia with a whole bunch of new restrictions for voting. They ain't gonna let that ain't gonna last. <laughs> that is not gonna last. Twenty, I give it to twenty twenty eight. I mm -hmm. give twenty twenty eight. That's gonna be back red. And yes. think about it. All right, my state, North Carolina. North Carolina went red for Trump. We got a, a Democratic governor, but we got a Republican lieutenant governor, a black Republican lieutenant governor. Mm -hmm. How that happened? Magic. <laughs> How that happened? Well, look, we have a power of power structure in the Democratic Party that um, we have to fight as well, right? They don't mm -hmm. want this stuff to happen. So um, it's hard to get these people out of power. I've tried to do it where I am. I've joined a local club. Mm -hmm. We didn't have enough numbers to overcome and, and you know, take over this club. And we're in California. We're supposed to be in one of the most progressive parts of the, we were Bernie people, but we kept, we had two members of that club build. They built two other clubs during over the course of two years to dilute our power, to keep their own power and to pull power away from the club to dilute. If we did manage to take over the club that our power was diluted because they had taken their people to other clubs like this is a struggle like sometimes i think it'd be easier just to go take over the gop <laughs> i believe you i believe you. like if you want to get cloud burn bitch you're gonna need eighty five thousand people yeah it's just that simple you're gonna need eighty five thousand people to vote against them if you don't have eighty five thousand people it's a waste of time mm -hmm. that means you're gonna have to take forty thousand people at least thirty thousand people from them yeah. So, so we got an HR forty strategy, and we have a more or less a meta strategy of trying to groom new, new reparationists, progressive reparationists to 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 get into office. Um, but that's a good point about about trying to link up with the uh, Justice Democrats. But uh, I think they are they are not 
they're not built for this reparations fight, and I don't think they plan on joining us in that fight. But I, we, yeah, we already got to know. Yes, we're gonna be the Justice Democrats in the South. Mm-hmm. They use the that networking. They use the, the progressive yeah, Democrats, or however mm-hmm. you want to call them. They, mm-hmm. they don't have nobody in the South to really go up against these people. But we need their backing. We need their funds, that's, really. That's what I was kind of thinking, because, like, they they're trying to get power just as much as we're trying to get power, but. If you look at the people that they're they're getting, they're getting, yeah, it may be the East Coast, but they're going to, you know, uh, districts that are like, you know, majority black, like they're coming into our spaces and they're trying to use, you know, like um, the fact that we have such like weak politicians to against us as far as gaining power. So I think that if we actually shift them in a way to where it could actually benefit both of our agendas, like that might be the best way for it because I, I, I think we're going to be competing with the democratic party and we're going to fuck around and we're going to have these spaces where we're competing with the justice Democrats too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's valid. I, I think um, a more, a more um, immediate strategy uh, along with talking to them, I think a more immediate strategy is getting people's heads. We need to start grooming people for the next step. Well, definitely. Yeah, I heard, like, I heard the type of shit I'm talking about. running for mayor or something. Did, is that, did I hear that right? <laughs> I don't know. I heard he's probably running for, for office somewhere. You need to look into right. the person that ran. You need to look into their calendars from previous elections. A lot of time it'd be the same challenges. You can tell. Ballopedia? Ballopedia? Ballopedia yeah, Ballopedia, yeah. Yeah, you could look into who they ran against and see their numbers mm-hmm. for a so lot of candidates. Yeah, yeah, to see who, who have a chance and all that. You can reach out to those people because in that area, in those districts, mm-hmm. they, them, them the people that really have connections on the ground, and we can connect with them. And That's but you know what That's I'm saying? Smart, Avery. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah, man, we got so it's working too. God, I've been trying to do that in Clyburn district. I told you 85,000, man. Like, and the, the progressive Democrats won't get Clyburn out of there. They want him out of there. The squad, the squad, <laughs> they want him out of there. Yeah. They want Nancy Pelosi out of there, too. But nobody, see, the, nobody talks about Nancy Pelosi because she's a white woman. That's why mm-hmm. nobody's going to talk about her. You know, I'm telling you. So, before she get a free pass, she's a Republican just sitting there like a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Think about mm-hmm. what the shit she votes she for, and votes against. She, she she's a Republican. Francisco. She ain't going nowhere. She no, is. she's not. She's comfortable. She yeah, like Clyburn. She comfortable. They comfortable, man. Clyburn's mm-hmm. daughter going to take his district when he retires. Yeah, they they try to run with the dude's name Shahid, Bu- Shahid Buttar against against uh against Pelosi. Yeah, he didn't. Have, he, he didn't have a chance. <laughs> have a chance. Well, the you problem up there is they have they run too many people. They don't get what they don't get behind one person. Mm-hmm. The Democrats you do know? that on purpose. Yeah, I know. They fund them all, so she have a chance to win. They'll throw That's, a little bone to some everybody. Absolutely, we couldn't get Nancy Pelosi out if we wanted to, even if we had the greatest um, candidate. Yeah, greatest. We couldn't get her out because she would cheat. And and we still need a stick of dynamite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she she's wedged in there. That's how we yeah. feel about Clyburn over here, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Because we need we need a we need a young firebrand reparationist 
who is black because the first thing they're going to scream is is racism if we try to if somebody went to go at went at somebody like Clyburn but it's got to be somebody who's young known in the area or at least at least willing to get on the ground now and become known mm-hmm. and, part of the church part of the church pick a local church <laughs> start playing some mm-hmm. softball <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real though yeah, it's people out there like that. Yeah, absolutely. We just have to find them, man. It's people out there that like that. They want to challenge these people. They just ain't never had the actual national support of people because a lot of these they don't have the funds to really to actually challenge these people in some of these districts. Like yeah, Clyburn district, man. Funds, yeah. Think about it. when they when Clyburn get funds, he give it to certain like the NWACP, the Negro, the on that the Negro League. He give funds to certain little organizations because he know. Those organizations are the ones that throw the book back, um, backpack drives, throw the clothes drives, gives out mm-hmm. turkeys and stuff for Thanksgiving, and actually be in the community helping people. So once it's time to vote, man, y'all come out here and vote for Clyburn. They're the ones on the voter drives, the voter registration. The same mm-hmm. people that Clyburn look out for, you know? I know this personally. <laughs> like, yeah. Clyburn got this shit locked up, man. He And he don't... This man make money off... Off power, off energy in South Carolina. This motherfucker is a crook, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different story. So, so I'm, I'm. This is me spitballing. So we need, as reparations, we need a central organization. Uh, whether we team with the with the uh, Justice Democrats or not, a central organization to vet and train potential potential leaders. Yeah. Um. That's what that's what we need to do more than anything. Because I think I, I firmly believe. That the the once you start seeing the data and the inf- and the facts about about our justice claim, it'll 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 energize damn near anybody you know who anybody was right thinking anyway, especially if you're black and you're concerned about the future of of our community. It would it, you you will be innervated by if once you once, if you read if if uh, uh, from here to equality doesn't move you, I mean you weren't you weren't built for this anyway. So yeah. we need to find some folks like that. Um, I, obviously it's not going to be me. I'm just spitballing right now. Um, along with all these other strategies, but I and and you're right. That's a very, very, very important strategy to start grooming these folks and to challenge these people because I, I don't justice Democrats aren't going to do that work, right? If we build it, they'll be forced to come, or we'll just be banging heads. That's on them, you know. Um, if we could, but if we just go to them and say, well, we got, we, we're willing to work with you. First thing they'll say is, what do you got? Right. And if we ain't got no money and all we got is, but if we do have some folks that are making phone calls and kicking people's ass, that's the thing we need. I think that's the most immediate thing we need to build is coordinate our efforts to get these, to, 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 you know, just be a focused machine to start sending emails and, and And phone phone calls and all that stuff. That's the, that, I think that's the, First, most immediate thing is to build that machine. Because you and, even see other Congress people do that. They even say, reach out to other Congress people about such and such legislation to get it passed. Even when they was talking about canceling student debt, couple mm-hmm. even now you can see it on Twitter. You see Congress people say, call your congressman about this bill or canceling student debt, this and mm-hmm. the third. They do even your own Congress people tell you do do this to put pressure on other Congress people to pass legislation. So I don't see how if we are a political group or a group that's trying to push legislation, how we all our focus is not on Congress. That's how that's gonna be our only focus on like people in Congress or getting our own people into Congress, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Anything else really is not actually going to work. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's for sure. Damn. You know, the, oh, other op- work to do. the other option with the Justice Democrats is you put your people in and don't tell them your reparations until they're good and in. I don't know. That's, yeah. you know, that's, that's a, a Democratic yeah. Party move. Yeah. That's a DNC move. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like the most of the heads of the DNC are immigration lawyers before they became Congress. <laughs> Y'all wonder we push the immigration so hard. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Let's look it up. Damn, most of be, immigration work, lawyers. Avery. I'm working first. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know that. Wow. Immigration that. lawyers. Mm-hmm. Look on especially on especially on the Judiciary Committee. Mm-hmm. Look what they did before they became on judiciary. That's wow. what their previous job history was. Mm, damn. Most of them lawyers, you know, most of them was lawyers. Yeah, I knew they were lawyers. Kind I of lawyers. Immigration lawyers, yeah. See what kind they was. Any final thoughts? Go ahead, guys. Any final thoughts? I'll let everybody take their turn. Go ahead. You can start, Edie. Well, I think that um the our first step, or the first step could be the easiest, is which is a website that gives this script and um sends it to people's congress people i mean like i know to me that i I plan on getting up the reset race website by the end of march so that will be part of the website now what other groups are doing i don't know 100 but we'll at least have it done on our end right that's great that's something that we can share on social media okay so say have you heard of white people for black lives matter avery no, I haven't. So that's what one of the things that I would do is um, me. I would do is um, it, it call them and say, "Here, we've got this," or email all the those folks because you know they're supposed to be standing for this, right? The people who have those signs in their front yard, "Black okay. Lives Matter" around my house. You know, I'd put something on their okay. door. Yeah, Yeah, I put something on their door, you know, a flyer saying, please go to this website and send this to your representative. The rep, my representative, Ted Lou, is on the Judiciary Committee and he's a co-sponsor of the bill. Yeah, we need him to submit those edits at the markup session. That's all you need from that man. All them Black Lives Matter signs in your neighborhood, (laughs) they're in that same district. (laughs) They need all calling about them submitting those edits. (laughs) That's all you got to do. He ain't got to do much to submit that until Jerry Miller, he won the markup session. All right. That to, to get my neighbors to do it easy, I need a strategy. And everybody does. We have we need something to give to people. You know, a website to go to where it's one button. You know, one fill, put in your uh, zip code and then they they have the script. Right. Everybody's gotten those from move on or change.org. Right. Yeah. And and the good thing about HR 40 is people don't even have to go that far as in having to put in their address because they need to be reaching. Oops, you're off. Sorry. No, I was saying the good thing about like with the HR 40 is you're reaching out to people who are on the Judiciary Committee. So you won't even have to look up your congressperson. We already have all of those people listed for you. All you got to do is reach out to the people on the list. Right. So really, it's not even, it doesn't even have to be a website. It could be a change.org petition. Those are my last thoughts. You got anything, Avery, my final thoughts? 
Nah, just markup session, amendments, and pass. That's it. Those three My steps. I got nothing else to say. Like, I mean, that's that's it. And I ain't got nothing. I'm just glad Avery joined us and filled us in on some stuff. I'm glad Edie joined us. Edie is our first white person, is our first white lady, first white person, first white lady on Reset Race. Claps for Edie. <laughs> Thank you so much for having Edie me. Edie has broken honored. the color barrier. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <Reset> you. <laughs> I am so honored. Uh, so, all righty then. Well, all we're, right, uh, so. Listening to Reset Race, you now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, uh, you're listening to Reset Race, you now tuned in to Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again, we grilling them, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, back on the grill again. We grilling them, uh. You're listening to Reset Race. Adults need reparations to make America great. You're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. You're tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out who really done justice and really who fake. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Pennies, Jim Crow, and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation. You're not about justice if you ain't for reparations. IMG, the wise one, cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire, anti-black, we pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country, the way you need our energy. Go on, see. Listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh. You're listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. Uh. You're listening to reset race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in to reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to reset race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in to reset race. You'll find out who really about justice and really who fake. Uh. Until you do right by me, everything you think about is going to crumble.
check. 